Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Washingtonoms. You have made it all the way on your orological sojourn of enlightenment to episode 252. Michael, hello. 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 <laughs> hello from not Geneva. Hello. Yeah, we're not. Um, I'm wearing pajamas in my home. We're not in Geneva. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm so ready for the wave of influencer content. Dude, are you ready for every new Watches and Wonders release to be the most amazing thing a certain brand has done? This is the most pivotal move, pivotal move XYZ brand has ever done. It's like, no, it ain't. No, no, everything. No, it's stupid. What's up? It's your boy coming at you. What's up? Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> Smash that subscribe button if you want more awesome exclusive content from Watches and Wonders. It's Watches and Wonders week this week. March fucking 27th to uh, April 4th, I think. A day and time. Yeah. April 2nd. (laughs) Certainly one date uh, to another date in between which will be other days encompassing the passage of time and the happening of events. It's March 27th to April 2nd. Watches and Wonders this week. Now, for those of you who don't know Watches and Wonders, how how does one sum up... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the watch conference is like passing of events over the past couple of years. Watches and Wonders right now, I guess, technically is the new quote-unquote Basel world because Basel was swallowed by Watches and Wonders after Basel uh, basically went bankrupt and went away. Yeah, it's uh, like, like a weird... It's a weird... Well, it's a weird SIHH Basel world mutant that had to happen after all the shows and stuff were canceled during the start of COVID. It's like the watch conference stepdad that really wants to be, you know, in your life. Still don't really know what it's about. (laughs) Well, now I think it has solidified as like the new big show. Uh, And then then you have the other small things that happen throughout the year. Maybe I just have fatherhood issues then. (laughs) This reminds reminds me of one of the roasts we were talking about on the Slack. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, the Slack that we talk about sometimes, it's also a place that you could roast us. Um, and somebody said that out of all the watch podcasts hosted by two guys who don't really like watches or follow the industry anymore, TBWS is my favorite. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I really don't know when it ends. April something maybe. And look, it's April, it's April 2nd. Yeah. With the, with the power of my fucking eyes, I was able to see. (laughs) <laughs> the date <laughs> so it's so so uh what is it it's like i guess it starts the 27th but it's only opened i guess to the public the last april day. 1st and april 2nd and so oh the okay okay the last two days last two cool. days and so these first like three or four days is like all the press stuff so i loved how much brands were like hey come and join us in the in the, the the exhibition room in the champagne hall above yeah we're not going to geneva dude really having a baby <laughs> it's really funny <laughs> yeah people people are like hey you gonna be here nope <laughs> this isn't my job man no <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not uh, but still it's kind of it's it's exciting i i like to see i didn't always like the uh the separation that you got between Basel and SIHH and then following both of those separately. It's kind of cool to get everything under one roof. And then looking at this list, there were, there are companies that I didn't even know were going to be like Alpina is going to 
do stuff here. Um, yeah, there are uh, some surprises on here. Alpina is on here. Um, I mean, we we, we could let's. Yeah. What I would like to do is go through the list of brands exhibiting, and then really what we want to try to do on this show is just uh, I don't know, hot hot take predictions, shit talking. Yeah. I really I don't even. I don't know. I'm just excited to see what happens. So the the, the 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 other really big thing, and the reason this is a big deal, the reason all y'all's fucking social media feeds and YouTube feeds and like TikTok, TikTok shit or whatever the fuck's going on now, like everything's going to get flooded. This is the joke that Michael was making before with just like influencers talking about the coolest next release from, yeah. I don't know, Von Cleef and Arpels. That's a brand whose name I just saw here. Maybe they're going to release a watch that's also a music box that actually has live butterflies in it. And every time you want to reset the watch, you have to catch the butterflies and put them back in the fucking watch. <laughs> that would sell as like a really decadent, you know, status symbol. I feel like that'd be like, sure. like they'd be like a baller ass, like like um, like Kinsey watch. <laughs> Help me find my butterflies. I gotta set the watch. Yeah, right. You'd have to like like that's that that, that that's part of that, that's one of the party games for your for your for your fucking Kinsey here. You have to have your guest help you catch the butterflies. <laughs> Catch the butterflies. Those are four million dollar butterflies. Perfect. They only have two days left to live. <sighs> I'd buy the fuck out of that watch. So like that that's the idea also with um watches and wonders for your for folks who aren't familiar. Really it's just the current iteration and amalgamation of just the larger largest just watch release sort of conference. Um there's a lot of back and forth and we can talk about this uh if you want, Mike, but do we really need in person events? For watch releases we've talked about that before we were excited yeah. well I'm, i don't know if we were excited it was a it was a dark time in our lives but when we we acknowledged we acknowledged it was interesting i think yeah yeah i can't remember I don't know. we we thought we thought i don't know who it was but it might have been sihh that's when the covid stuff happened they said we're gonna pivot to virtual oh yeah we thought we thought we were gonna see some innovation live stream kind of stuff and then it nope. turned out being a page of you got PDFs. like a, a wix website they paid some 24 year old freelancer to build put together for them um yeah. and that's what we had no offense to 24 year old freelancing web admins <laughs> Pretty fair. oh the cardinal's back dude this cardinal out for fucking blood let's get her on the show you want to see <laughs> there's a cardinal that's been fucking with my cat for like days and my cat just doesn't my cat's constantly wrestling with it with its instincts to 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 be a predator to predate but then also the reality that it can't go through glass like my cat knows it's not as strong as my hurricane windows but did it just, God make, damn did it. It just chirp i think i just heard yes something. it's chirping right now it's screaming that's what it does i think they got a nest out there He'll slam That's into my loud. I can hear that coming yeah, through. She's still slamming into but she got like she has balls of steel. Like they'll slam into my window and shit. <laughs> and like piss my cat. It's it's amazing. I'm amazed. Uh, that's good. <laughs> get, get get her on air, he says. Hi, <laughs> Cardinal. What do you wear? Charming bird. That would be amazing. <laughs> wow, it's it's not happy. You can see. <laughs> I can hear that. That that's wild. I can't hear it with the headphones. Let me take one headphone off. Now it shuts up. Yeah, of course. It, oh. Dude, it sounds like a late like it sounds like a toy laser it like blaster a la thing. Maybe it's a robot. Maybe someone's <laughs> spying on me. Government drone. 
I love that's what it. They, that's what they all are. Like just, just <laughs> this podcast just took a turn, everyone. <laughs> uh, but no, the, the 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 I'm excited for the to to see some of these releases, especially after seeing some of these brands um, on the list. But let's do this. Let's honor tradition. If you're new to the show or if you've been with us since day one, it's important to us to keep tradition alive. Michael, would you like to, for the 252nd time, you know, sort of. Um, you want to do your wrist check with me? Yeah, that bird will let me talk. Just, 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 just power through. It's fine. It's fine. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know what her, what her problem. The brown cardinals are girls. Red cardinals are boys. And this is a brown card. I, I don't. I don't know what her problem is, but she is not fucking happy right now. Isn't it like mating season? Should I Google is it cardinal mating season and see where the internet takes me? That's another possibility. We have. This, I don't know what they are, but there are birds here that dive bomb you as you're walking when it's their mating season. Not that dissimilar from like people fighting each other to impress girls and shit, right? I mean, if you yeah. break it down, should I Google our cardinals fucking now, or is that just gonna get me into a lot of trouble? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure there's search history for it. Yeah. I love your 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 restrained sigh of exacerbation is the exact sound my lawyer would make if I just <laughs> <laughs> if I just asked him that question. Uh, you could. Go- you could Google if you want. It's fine. Put, it's put the gloves on before handling your phone. <laughs> it's pro- it's probably mating season. It's it's fine. It's Florida. It's always mating season. Um, would you like to do an audio wrist check with me? Yeah, I'm wearing a kind of an antidote to uh, to watches and wonder stuff. Um, All right, what do you got? I'm wearing what I think is getting pretty close to one of the best budget quartz dive watch deals that you can you can get today it's a uh it's a it's a dive watch from a brand called redwood um Hmm. they're they're in canada um and they make a uh they make a dive watch called the tactical v2 stealth uh and it's a solar quartz dive watch that sells for $189. Right, this is the solar one you were talking about. Yeah, I took interest in this because um, we've said it before. I, I don't think there are a lot of smaller brands, smaller boutique brands, micro brands or whatever that mess with solar all that much. Right. I think there there might be a handful. So when I saw this, uh, I thought it'd be fun to check out and they sent it over and I like it way more than I thought I would. Mm. It's uh the styling is a lot like the Blanc Pond 50 Fathoms or the Tornick Rayville Bull of a Mill ships like that same military specification but it's actually a little more compact. It's uh, Oh, tactical V2 mil spec or V2 black? Which one is it? They got a couple. The one let's see. So the one so the watch overall is called the Tactical V2. Okay, and then I see it. The variant that I have is called the Stealth. Um, oh, I see it. Cool. Yeah. So just a no-date dive watch, screw-down crown, and it's it's all blacked out with really, actually, really, really good loom on both the bezel and the dial. I love how chunky the bezel is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's really and it's nice and. Nice and positive. That's clicky. Yeah. And uh the loom was such a surprise. I, I didn't I didn't 
like expect much from the loom at, at this price, but it was really, I mean, it's better than my Doxa. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and yeah, I, lo it, it's I a, love that it's solar. Yeah, it's a little more. What's bad about these, um, these 50 fathoms look and watches, uh, this specification, a lot of times they're really long, lug mm. to lug. Um, uh, Tornick Reville, you know, Bill Yao, Mark II watches, his version is shorter lug to lug. Um, this comes down to 48 millimeters lug to lug. And with the solar movement, it's just 11.2 millimeters thick. Those are great numbers. I mean, for me, those are great uh, yeah. dimensions. 200 meters, screw down crown, Epson VS17 solar movement. And so just... you had the option of a solar movement or an automatic movement. The automatic movement is um it's actually part of the Miyota 8.2 or 8.2 series. Um, yeah. Which is probably why it's, I mean, even the automatic version's under 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, I I've, I thought that I was going to have this come in and think like, oh, it's it's kind of whatever, but it's really, really, even, even just the, the crown is a little small. Mm. But that's that's kind of the design. Again, the specification has smaller crown. Uh, you look at an old TR nine hundred. You know that you'll pay, I don't know, quarter million dollars for at auction. It's got a tiny push pull crown. But even just unscrewing it and screwing it back in, it's really positive. I think it's all very very well built. And the strap, I got it on this ribbed nylon strap. Oh, cool. And it's very, very nice. It's really good quality, too, with, with matching hardware with the black case. And um, I don't know. I I look at this next to the EcoDrive ProMaster Diver, and it's, right. it's good competition. In terms of, like, the specs and functionality, they're definitely different flavors, quote-unquote. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. I could definitely see both living in the collection. I just, I'm, cause I'm, I'm, I'm like getting super into. Oh fuck, my cat's on the bird. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you heard her running across my office. The um, I'm getting really into solar watches, but I think the problem is I think most micros don't touch solar movements because most micros are trying to appease the overly discerning, bristling neckbeards, and bristling neckbeards. Of automatic movements for someone of like really annoying reason, um, yeah, or like not 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 necessarily even automatic, just mechanical movements. And so every now and then you'll see a brand tinker around with something quartz, you know, or maybe even something mecha quartz. Very rarely do you see anything um, solar solar quartz. So this is pretty cool. Yeah, and I, I don't know if it's the the sign of the times, but um, you know the the eco drive diver that you got me. Mm -hmm. I still love that thing. I wear it. Um, it's a good watch. Those are those are go those are going up in price. So I'm looking at an Amazon listing now. It's two twenty six. Oh shit. Um, and it this this watch is also bigger. It's, it, I mean, forty two or forty three point five. It's one of those yeah. two numbers. Yeah. So this um this is a <clears throat> this feels way smaller on the wrist. Um, what the redwood? Yeah, the redwood. It's yeah. forty millimeters. It says. Yeah, it, but even just like looking at it, it almost looks, it almost looks sub 40. I don't know. Maybe that's because the lugs are so short mm. on it. Um, especially, I ha I put a photo on Instagram where I put it next to uh, the Tornick Reveal 
the uh, the Time Arrow clone, which is huge compared to all these watches. <laughs> Uh, and I think the, uh, what do they call it? I think they call it the legendary diver from WR watches. So they're all same you kind of like design. a, did you make like a tactical sex pile? Is that what you just described? That's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, this, this one looks way, way tinier compared mm. to the other ones. So if, if you like that design, but want something a little more compact, it's, you know, it's solid. I I would not hesitate to do anything super active with this one i don't if you again if you want to get neck beardy i don't know if it's like iso whatever the hell like certified but i mean you know at the end of the day what i love about a watch like this and this i don't know if this is necessarily the most appropriate way to think of it but if you're looking for a watch that you can actually do outdoor sports in you know really rough up and not have to feel like you're babying it if something does happen at the end of the day you're only out under 200 bucks yeah I'd, I'd much rather wreck a 200 dollars watch than like a 1200 or 2000 dollars watch mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean so like not to say that 200 bucks isn't a lot of money but like it's just one of those things where in the watch world 200 bucks is not that much and like in the reality of um, watch collecting especially if you're looking at micro brands like those are that's like that's like that's like dan henry prices man yeah and I'm looking at the back also. They made the case back look like a like a mil spec. Um, oh, they have the text on there? Yeah, they have the text. It looks like you got a, a marathon or something <laughs> See, like that's, that. That's pretty cool. Redwood Watch Company, Montreal, Canada. And it comes it comes in a super simple flat cardboard box, almost like uh, what Marathon used to do mm-hmm. with well, a, just a sticker on it that says the specs. Keeps the cost down. I mean, fancy boxes are expensive. You know, when, yeah. you, when you walk into an Omega boutique and you buy a Speedmaster and they give you the giant fucking humidor, that's not a cheap humidor or whatever the fuck that box is they give it to you. And they have like the, the strap in there and there's like a pog or whatever or some <laughs> shit like that. Like that stuff's not cheap, man. They also have a full loom dial too. So Redwood that, or Omega? Redwood. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think this white one, I think the whole oh. dial is, is luminescent. That's a cool one. That's a fun one. Yeah. I like that. You have it. So you, you have it in, are you reviewing it and you're sending it back? Yep. I have, uh, still got to take photos of this one, <laughs> but yeah. Hey, it, it takes up so much time, man. It's crazy. Yeah. The, oh, the, with the white dial, it looks like the solar model is not full loom, but if you get the automatic, it's a full loom dial. Oh, but probably because the solar cells are also black. You know what I mean? And yeah, so you, you have you to have sun it. penetrate the actual dial, but you can't do it with the white one, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That makes sense. That's a good one. Um, Yeah, headline. If you're a micro brand owner out there, consider something solar. Consider solar, yeah. Small batch, test it out, see if you're... If your diehard neckbeard fans like it, and if they don't, cool. At least tried. We'll probably like it. Um, ooh, is that my go? What you got? I'm wearing a tried <clears throat> as I choke on my lunch. Tri- <laughs> I'm wearing a tried and true TBWS Cast Classic. I'm wearing uh, I'm wearing the Raketa Big Zero. Um, I was inspired to wear this watch just because. Uh, I haven't worn it in a bit. I have it on display in my office because I have a bunch of built-ins in my office and in some of the cubbies, I have like a, like watch stands and I have some of the watches in the watch stands. So like I'm looking right now and 
my solid medical is up there, my polio thirty one thirty three is up there, and then I have the empty spot for the for the raquetta, which is now on my wrist. Um, this is my watch, man. This is like most most watch collectors, I think, will have their memory watch, even if it's only a watch associated with one memory. More often than not, it'll be your wedding watch, or maybe like you know the graduation watch or the first real job out of college watch xyz so but not everyone's going to do the thing um, that some people do including me where it's you try to have one watch be there for all your big moments and so like this is my that that that's this watch you know for me i mm. this is the watch i proposed in um this is the watch that i had like to deal with a lot of health stuff in this is the watch i got married in this can be the watch i'm going to wear when my son is born in a, in a couple of months you know what i mean so like nice. this is just my um, my memory watch and so Raquetta's trying to Raquetta's been trying to get relevant again have you realized have you seen that they're, I've, they're... I've looked at the ads with the lady the lady um, <laughs> ah yes the lady hello <laughs> they're, they're very eye catching uh, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing they're, they're uh, but I can tell yeah they've been running like Instagram ads and stuff and videos I, with the watch I view Raquetta in a very similar vein as to what's kind of happening, and y'all can send me your hate mail, I'll be happy to incinerate it. I view Raquetta in a very similar vein to what's happening with um, Yemma. So mm. these are two legacy kind of European brands that, you know, one could argue if Russia was That's a very complicated conversation, but let's, let's for the sake of the argument, let's say two European brands. Two Euro-Asian. Two, two European brands. It doesn't matter. I'm not a fucking, uh, you know, geographic expert it doesn't really matter i'm from florida it's amazing i know what even happens in this state <laughs> so you have two legacy european brands both with um fantastic history tied to their specific regions both with unique designs that influenced um a lot of very pivotal uh events in their countries both of whom have um mechanical in-house mechanical movements both of whom sort of had this dark period where there was nothing and are recently um, experiencing a resurgence again. Um, in Yema's case, Yema's operating like a, like a fucking micro brand. They don't really know what they're doing. But in my opinion, they're sitting on fucking gold. You know, mm-hmm. um, Yema's a French brand. Uh, Raketa, in this instance, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I think they're trying to market themselves as what they think people would expect from a cool luxury watch brand. But it's just fucking stupid. Like, I remember during the initial days of the resurgence, the big thing they boasted is, oh, you know, we're we're, we're, we're breathing new life into the Raketa brand. We even have a former, you know, Rolex employee here. And they kept they kept saying, like, oh, we have a Rolex employee. It was probably, like, the guy that pushed the broom in, like, in the Rolex factory. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but, like, actually, I don't think it was. I think it was one of the, I think it was, like, supposed to be one of the engineers. But, like, they kept saying that. Like, and so they... Raketa very, very badly wants to be seen as this, you know, aut-urology, high-luxury brand, um, which is why the watches, in perspective, are not cheap. It's hard to find anything under a thousand bucks for, like, like in, like, the modern iteration of Raketa. Well, you can find some stuff that's uh, quartz, because I think Raketa, the people that own Raketa also technically own the Pabetta name. Both of these are legacy um, Soviet watch brands. And so when I say Soviet watch brand, I mean a watch brand that was in operation from 
1917 to approximately 1901-1992, all watch brands during the Soviet Union were owned by the government. So it wasn't like Mr. Raketa started a business and he was friends with Mr. Pabetta. Like, no, these were all brands owned by the government that had factories in different locations and they would have different dial designations depending on what the watch was for or sometimes depending on what region it was in or something like that. So, but, but, right, but right now, in terms of Raketa, you can't find anything under a thousand bucks, but but I think they're doing that because I think that's what I think they're expecting. Oh, if we're trying to be a luxury brand, we can't charge four or five hundred bucks for something, which is literally mm-hmm. what Yemma's fucking doing, running fucking GoFundMe's and shit. Not GoFundMe's, um, Kickstarters and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what it means? Like, oh, we have to at least price ourselves at what we think is like a luxury tier. Um, it's just really interesting. They're still iterating on the Raketa 2.6 uh, movement platform. It's just now... So that's what's in my watch. My Raketa Big Zero is from the uh, early 80s. It has the uh, 2.609 caliber in here. It's a manual wine movement. Um, it's basically designed to where... These old Soviet movements weren't designed to delight or impress. They were designed to work and then break and then easily fix or just throw away. <laughs> More often than not, you try to fix it, you know. Yeah. Um, they operate pretty simply, but um, but the modern iterations of the 2.6 uh, caliber line, they're automatic, and, dude, they're way too thick. Like, this is one of those instances where I think Raketa would be way sexier if they just kept manual wind movement. At least to me as like a Soviet uh, urology kind of purist, you know, because that's just my frame of reference for the brand. Um, I think we did a Raketa episode where I talked about the whole history of the Petrovores factory. I can't remember. Didn't they change the name also? Like it's like the Raketa large number or something. I don't know. I don't think it's Big Zero. Is it not Big Zero anymore? Well, Maybe not. Let me see. Raketa... Well, that was that. That was the funny story with how I found my Big Zero. I bought my Big Zero in like two thousand, I don't know, fourteen or fifteen, and um, I only found mine. It was pristine, like no one had bid on it, no one had seen it because whoever listed it listed it wrong. They didn't call it Raketa Big Zero. They listed it on eBay as Raketa Big Numerals, and like no one's searching for Raketa Big Numerals. I don't know if it's Big Zero anymore. I'm trying to find the, the Big Zero. Let's see. Let's like this is actually really, really, really good. I want to do another Raketa episode. Ah, Google Raketa Big Zero. Who do you see? <laughs> I see. They, broke watch knobs. they call it Big Zero. They have oh, different they do. models. Let's There's see a, here. Do you see the Big Love? Oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's uh, the Zero is the same, but then there's uh, an L, a V, and an E on the dial. So the whole thing spells love. I guess. Fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I. This is a fourteen millimeter thick watch. This new Raketa Big Zero. It's because this automatic iteration of the two six line. We're on what number are we on now? Two six one five. It's because they didn't properly integrate an automatic rotor into the movement. It's probably just like a modular uh, 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 automatic inclusion, so it's just tacked onto the movement as opposed to trying to redesign the whole movement to integrate either a micro rotor, which is super hot right now. Or just a proper size rotor while mm-hmm. trying to keep it on the thinner side. I'm not wearing a 14 millimeter big zero. I'll look ridiculous. <laughs> I'm especially not doing it for 1400 fucking euro. 
This this love one, this big love one, is sixteen hundred euros. That's stupid. You're not Oris Raketa. Get back in the garage with the rest of us. That's crazy. <laughs> it's a mineral crystal, forty millimeters. Yeah, it's stupid, man. Hold on, no. The back crystal is mineral. The front crystal is uh, that's a Russian word. I don't know Russian. <laughs> I don't know what that word is. But it's just crown ruby stone inside the crown what the fuck does that mean they make really weird oh they put like they put like a fake ruby in the crown of this this is stupid this is a stupid watch (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) i'm glad i outranked these motherfuckers on google for raketa big zero no one should see this watch people should only see the tvws article uh it just pisses me off and they fix the hands they fix the hands look at the hour hand on the new one it's of an appropriate length. Yeah, maybe they fixed it after hearing you. After hearing me talk about how great it was that it was the wrong length. That's part of the charm of the original Big Zero. <laughs> you know? So, that's what I'm wearing. That's my, that's my, that's my Raketa tangent. Um, Very nice. Maybe we can try to get one of these in that can do a fun side-by-side or something. Ugh. Oh. Yeah, that would I, be kind of cool. That am would I be boring cool. you, Michael? No, no. Actually, <laughs> that... Yeah, wait. Weren't we in contact with them? Uh, Yes, and they stopped responding. Okay. Well, you guys... Your loss. Fucked up. You fucked up, Balaki. Um, that's the moment. I'm wearing the Raketa Big Zero. I love this watch. This is my watch. I'm contemplating maybe trying to find a different strap for it. Just because, like... Right, right now I have a, like a fucking like a three dollar Amazon leather. I'm air quoting leather. I don't know what this is. It's probably like turtle or something like that. It probably took like a turtle like hit up the side of the road and made like a strap out of it. Um, or it's like rat. It's just rat leather. Um, I currently just have it on like a rat leather. It's like it's like three dollars on Amazon. Um, but there's just sometimes I don't want to wear a leather strap. I used to have it on that black NATO you gave me. The first ever NATO I ever got. That's a cool look, actually. Nato? The the black one, yeah. Maybe I'll throw it back on there. I have to wash some of the old wrist cheese off that strap. That thing is... <laughs> that thing is ripe, dude. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you didn't give it to me clean, so I'm sure both of our DNAs have intertwined into one DNA super monster on that fucking watch strap. Yeah, maybe we can, maybe we can do a giveaway for that strap. Mm, I'd rather not indulge the fetishist. <laughs> I find it best to not engage them. <laughs> uh, yes, can you send me your socks? No, stop asking. God damn it. Raving lunatics. <sighs> That's my wrist check, though. That was a good wrist check. It was a good wrist check. Um, let's do this. I want to talk about watches and wonders. Uh, let's do a quick housekeeping check. Everyone, go and visit twobrokewatchknobs.com. Not just to see... Um, our coverage of the Watches and Wonders events, or at least the things that we think are important, because 95% of the stuff you're going to hear about in Watches and Wonders are are, are, are pretty fucking stupid. They're not going to help you or make your day better or make your lives any less abhorrent or mundane. Um, so it's really only... A, that was really dark. I don't know why I said all that. It's going to be a very small percent of watch releases that we find interesting that we're going to cover. So definitely check out twobookwatchsnaps.com during the Watches and Wonders uh, dates. 27th of March to the 2nd of April. Um, but right now, what do we have on here? Uh, 
we have four we have four interesting releases that have occurred over the past couple of weeks oh those seiko mechanical gmt divers of oh, the me these Mito ocean star decompression timers um mm-hmm. they're back as gmts gmts are very hot right now apparently so hot right now and that <laughs> that watch i didn't know that the um because i saw when Mito did that and they look really cool um actually my wife was was watching when i was putting that article together she's like i wish you would wear a watch like that it's so cool and colorful huh <laughs> it's just um you want me but, to send you my uh, uh christmas chrono I, I think she I think she was just like obsessed with the like all the colors all these this. colors yeah. yeah um it's fun but they they um I guess the dive the regular dive versions of that sold out super quick and people pay above retail for for those Mitos. so those new GMTs they're GMTs uh and not limited and I think they've got the jumping the jumping local hour that everybody this, wants. This Mito is $1,300. It is cheaper than that fucking Raketa Big Zero <laughs> we were all just looking at. Yep, exactly. That's stupid. Shame on you, Raketa. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, what else is on here? TwoBokeWashNobs.com. Uh, we also got that's this, these Seiko 5 uh, midfield releases. Those things, these things are crazy in terms of like popularity. We were talking about them on air, you know, it's basically a re-release of those 36 millimeter Seiko S and K series, 36, 37 millimeter, like mm-hmm. like the green one that I have in every color that you've ever had, which is I think all of them, right? I've never had that weird Amazon one. Remember oh, the, the red one? Yeah, I never got that one. I forgot about that. Yeah. And then the the, the last cool release on here, folks can check out after the show. Um, is this Braemont, uh, this Braemont release, if you want to talk through this. This thing looks interesting. Yes. Yeah, I've been looking at that when I watched, too. The, the broadsword. Mm-hmm. You're yes. having thoughts? No. You're having dark no, thoughts? That's too expensive. I've just been field watch horny a little bit. Dude, same. Same. <laughs> that's what got me to the mess with the fucking Orion Hellcat, which I have gotten rid of, thank you very much, to a uh, uh, Slack member who loves the watch and uh-huh. didn't understand why I didn't like it so maybe I'm just fucking stupid everyone was right maybe my dad was right Michael maybe I'm they, just they just dumb. they just love roasting us <laughs> oh man but this is cool I'm 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 field watch horny um as well so we can talk about that but this one's fun who $3600 yeah I see what you're saying mm-hmm I was looking for something more in the four hundred dollars citizen <laughs> titanium area. Here. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, but those are the but the all kinds of fun updates and um, housekeeping stuff on the side. We're always going to keep updating this thing, so go and check out twobookwatchhouse.com. In addition to the watches and wonders coverage that we're going to be doing. But that said, Michael, want to talk about watches and wonders? All the wonders and the watches. Can I read one more roast? Must. <laughs> Just because I'm vain and it's about me. Go for it. All right. Mike's watch collection is the definition of broke down wannabe luxury. His tutor broke down and had to be sent in for repair. His Speedmaster broke down and is more beat up than an NFL player's wife. His IWC has had chronograph issues and his Panerai doesn't even have a sandwich dial. 
The only thing that has had more breakdowns than, than Mike's watch collection is Kaz in university suffering from anxiety attacks and cognitive dissonance while he filleted the emperors of the Russian Empire. This is what you can do in the Slack. You can uh, make fun of us. In lieu of me sending you my socks, you can make fun of us. Yeah. Now I think now I think we can do Watches and Wonders. I just had to get that out of my system. <laughs> Let's do this. Um, should we play Wonderwall? Should we? What, what do you mean? Should I play Wonderwall in the background so we can talk about Watches and Wonders? I think that could get us in trouble. Do we have the rights? Do they know? Do we... <laughs> I want to go to Watches and Wonder and just see if I can get in control of the PA on the floor and just play Wonderwall like on loop until someone like loses their fucking mind. You get tackled and, like, by Swiss just, police. Like, just like to will the Swiss police tackle me or they just ask me to stop? I don't know. I think this is like the like an attack on their tourism. Oh, you don't want to fuck with that. They have no, they have they have no naturally produced items except luxury goods, chocolate, and tourism. So you do not want to fuck with that. Yeah. And you don't look like a lot of the people there. No, I don't look like anyone. I look like no one anywhere, and everywhere I go, I feel out of place and like no one likes me. But that's just my cross to bear, and here we are. I'm a perpetual interloper everywhere I go. My hope is that after three or four generations, my children will just be white people, and it'll be fine. And then I'll be able to smile from the great being on the other side of the veil saying, you know what I did? I gave my kids a chance. I did good. I did good. They're just, they're just regular fucking white people now. Not emotionally damaged, crippled brown people like me. <laughs> No. This is a great episode. I'm excited to be a dad. I'm gonna be a dad soon. That's yeah, that's gonna be I wanna have him on the show, you know that, right? I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll hear him. <laughs> I'm sure we'll hear him. Oh, I'm sure you will. Let's do this. Uh let me close this tab out. Boom, watches and wonders. How do you wanna do this? Do you wanna just go down the list of brands? Well I think Mike, Michael and I are both just staring at a list of brands right now yeah i think i think we can talk about probably the brands because i mean these are we're not looking at the new seikos but these these are pretty um these are pretty large luxury names Mm -hmm. the the cost of their products is high it's not the most typical tbws subject matter that we can we can cover but there are some brands that kind of intersect so i think uh you know a really good start is tutor um, I mm. think I think there are casual TBWS enjoyers out there that are also curious about, hey, what is Tudor gonna do when I stop caring about, you know, what Rolex does? Because it'll be so ridiculous. Um, <clears throat> so I think I think personally, I think all eyes are on Tudor if if you consider uh, our audience. Yeah, I can see that. Um, and you know, seeing seeing what they've done recently. I think they have a couple of different directions that they can go, but it's hard to tell also because they usually do those, um, those releases later in the year that surprise Mm. people. I think that's, I think that's what happened with the, um, I think that's what happened with the Pelagos FXD. Yeah. That was just like, that, that, that just happened. Yeah. Like, like it was like, Oh, it's Tuesday here. New, new, new DVD Tuesday. Yes. So some, I mean, some people will say, oh, like uh, now now that the 58 is so established that that case size um, and with Tudor moving further away from Etta and like the 58 becoming more prolific in their catalog, 
is now the time for a, you know, um, a Black Bay 58 Pepsi GMT or something like that. Um, I don't know. So boring. I don't know. I'm, I, I find that kind of, I, I'm also, I'm also not the target audience for this thing. I feel like, I mean, if that, that's, that's what people have been saying since the Black Bay GMT came out. Oh, if mm. it was just, if it was just like this thick and this wide, um, it'd be perfect. So I don't know if, I don't know if they'll do that, but that's one, one direction that they can go in. I feel like if they did do that though, it would end up being one of those random in the middle of the year releases. Right. I think we're much more likely to, uh, so that Pelagos 39 that came out, I think we're much more likely to get that in a different color. Um, okay. That would be kind of cool. People would lose their minds because I think the, with the combination of the markers, uh, the size, it would basically be more of a, more of a Marie Nationale Tudor dive watch than the FXD. It'll be closer to those vintage French Navy Tudors than, than the modern FXD is, I think. So that would be crazy. And the, what I like about Tudor is anytime a small change like this happens, it becomes a really good time to get something else. Uh, just something that's a little, a little older. Um, I mean, I got a Black Bay 58 recently, and I thought it was the perfect time to get one. Because Are you happy with it? We haven't talked that much about that watch, actually. I have a funny story about that watch. I love funny stories. I wore that watch. I was at the mall. And I went to like a kiosk that had Citizens. And right. I, I was trying on Citizen, uh, you know, like some of those pilot, you know, analog digital ones. Yeah. They're, they're huge. I just wanted to confirm in my brain that they're huge. And the guy, the guy that was helping me, he saw the, the Tudor Black Bay 58. He's like, hey, man, like, that's a really nice to sew. Yeah. And I was just like. <laughs> after the seat, did you correct him after or did this, you just let it happen? No, I was just like, man, that that's like, <sighs> I'm not even going to correct it. That's, that's, a, that's a solid cringe right there. I'm just going to let the sting set in. And then I, and then I walk. <laughs> It was, it was also, it was also Michael alone at the mall. That's one of the things that I do. I just like walk around and wander. Mm. Um, People look at that man and say, where's that man's wife? Does she, does she know he's just walking around? (laughs) And I just, I thought long and hard the rest of my long, lonely walk. Like I'm just going to sell everything and get it to sew, I guess. I mean, if that's, (laughs) if that's the benchmark for amusing the non-masses. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just get to sew. Let's fuck them. (laughs) But anyways, yeah, the the FX with the FXD coming out, such a sad story. Um, it became it was a really good time to get a, a blue Black Bay fifty eight under retail at a reasonable price with bracelet and everything. So, do you know? Oh, sorry, I I, I had a prediction. No, no, no. Good. But what's what is it? What I would love to see come back, but I don't think it will because a it's something I want and I never get what I want, and b I think the logistics of manufacturing it are probably. No, wait, there's a modern... I was going to say, I would love a potential resurgence or potential iteration on the Heritage Chrono. It's been there. It's been there for a long time. It is It is a chonker of a watch. But I was going to say, it would be logistically too much of a production hassle to iterate on a new chronograph movement. But they they do have a chronograph. They do have a latest chronograph movement. Um, the one they did with the... Uh, oh, what the fuck? I can't remember what Brightling. it's called. Yes, the one they did with Brightling. Yeah, they I want do. to see that. 
on the mm-hmm. on the the the, the Heritage Chrono platform. Yeah, I um. That'll be fun. I think a lot of the the, the case sizes uh, that Tudor came back to the United States with were contingent on you know those Eta movements mm-hmm. that they were they were using, and while it is sad to see you know Tudor move away from the the Eta like era for them. Right. Um, it's nice to see smaller cases, smaller movements, like what you get in the 58 and that kind of experimentation. So I think if they make those smaller, if they just refresh them, maybe some new colors, I would love to see that come back with the Cyclops, like the old ones. Oh, controversial Cyclops. That'd be kind of cool. I would love that. People hate the Cyclops though. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to say the North flag. I don't know why. I feel like the North flag just doesn't fit into this aesthetic or this sort of direction that a lot of these newer Tudor releases are taking. There's something super... Not, it's not heritage enough to be a cool vintage watch. You know what I mean? Or something that would be interesting to reissue because I feel like it's a very... Um, it always gave me arcade machine vibes. Does that make sense? The North Flag came out when Tudor first announced that they were going to be doing in-house movements. So in my mm. eyes, it looked kind of like a cool prototype concept watch. Like this is, we're making yeah. new movements. And by the way, here's this watch that's kind of like prototyped the way, around it. Yeah, The way the lugs work, a lot of the sharper wrangles, this sort of just like... Mm, monocolor approach of just the bracelet and the case. like there's just something about it that like i feel like i don't know if they even have an interest in it because a lot of the stuff they try to do or they try to like leverage they try to attach some sort of cool historical context to it or some sort of like thematic marketing story to it i don't know what they what what the i would love to see it because i think the north flag's a ton of fun but i don't know what they would do for that you know what i'm saying yeah i don't know It'd be a cool one though the other thing that I was thinking for Tudor, um, and I think people would go nuts over it, is if they did a Hulk Black Bay 58. <laughs> people, would, people would totally just like kill their spouses for that. Be like, yeah. sorry, sorry, babe. It, it's, it's a Black Bay Hulk. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, one of I those, one of those, the Pelagos or the Black Bay 58, but in the hulk green color that would be yeah people would lose lose their minds even i would find that interesting i wouldn't i wouldn't fucking buy it don't get me wrong but i would find that as news i find that pretty interesting yeah then they might do some other stuff um to the uh to the smaller black bays maybe um like the 36 and like 41 millimeter ones yeah because i think i think they do that every year and people ignore those releases because it's just so yeah, hard to keep was, track of wasn't it last year it was like oh now they're all like two-tone and everyone's like all right like no one cared yeah and they were messing with silver on on the divers oh so yeah I, I don't know. <laughs> but i uh, tutor tutor will be fun um if there's one thing that i'd ask for is uh that north flag that they recently did just make it just offer a version that's 36. Like you mean the Ranger? Oh, yeah, not yeah, Ranger. Sorry. Range so have have the Ranger, which I think is 39 now, and then have a Ranger 36. I mean, 39 is pretty sweet, but you're right. 
all the elements that are there, per, like in terms of like a manufacturing process, they have everything they need to actually do a thirty-six. Yeah, and it wouldn't it wouldn't be too different from what Rolex does because I think Rolex still has the Explorer in thirty-nine and the Explorer in thirty-six, which is just those time-only ones. So that's pretty cool. I can, I can get behind that. That yeah. that might interest me in my in my continual lust for field I, watches. I have not thought of Rolex at all. In case you were wondering, I was gonna ask. I I don't. <laughs> I'm not. I, I for a long time, folks have been thinking that the uh, the Explorer Two was gonna get discontinued or uh-huh. not discontinued, but refreshed with a ceramic uh, bezel. Like that. Mm. That was that was the be. People were just really holding on to that and right almost like marking their predictions is very credible, but um, <laughs> it was refreshed just with a new movement recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think anything will happen to that watch. Uh, I've seen some talk about the Milgauss getting changed. That has or... not gotten a lot of love in a while. I mean, I guess if they're like going through their Rolodex of watches to do something with, yeah, definitely haven't picked up that Milgauss card in a long time. I think I'd pay more attention to the Milgauss if they did less stuff with, I don't know, the weird crystal colors and the... That's the whole appeal of the watch, though. Really? I, I don't know. I think the old ones were just simple. And then the little the the flash was just that, that cool seconds hand. So, I don't know. It'd be kind of cool to just see a a, a white dial. I'm I'm a more a more authentic to the original dial because I think when folks think Milkhouse they think of the more sort of modern reissue with like those those colors and that almost Coke bottle green glass and everything like that and like the the like the bolt orange uh, orange second hand I think I think that's the image that comes to most folks' minds. So you're talking about like a purist approach to the original idea. Yeah, you know what I was thinking the other day that would never happen that Rolex would just never do. I was I was thinking about the the whole. There have been a lot of conversations, not not just us, but people talking about GMT watches that are also dive watches. So okay. instead of a, because they have the Submariner and the GMT Master, what if they just make a GMT Submariner with a combo dive bezel and then the internal scale for 24 hour? I don't think they would ever do that. They would never do that, but I, I just... <laughs> it would be kind of cool. These are predictions and like wish wish lists. Right. Because I feel like doing something like that, it's too off-brand for how they view the legacy of those two different models. I know, but wait a minute. Did we did we ever think that we'd have a a, a left-hand crown GMT Master? That's, I mean, I don't think that's... That's a good point. I took I, I, I a point. That was super no. not on brand. That's, yeah, so maybe I shouldn't say never. I don't, think, be... I don't think they ever made something with a left-hand crown before that. Uh, you're asking the wrong guy, dude. It looks awful. I can't stand. That. I can't stand <laughs> that but isn't the left crown thing? Isn't that supposed to be for like um? So you're like uh, uh if you're like like your gun hand doesn't dig into the crown, isn't isn't it, isn't it like a tactical thing? Or if you're like no, I I think what is the left crown for? Some people some people say that some people that are in those like career spaces will we'll look for watches that have that. And so they'll get a, they'll get a a watch that doesn't have a crown that'll dig into them. But I think that there are some people that are way more serious about the left hand, right hand thing. And 
I mean, me, I don't, I don't like wearing a crown, a watch with a crown on that side on my left hand. I, I'm just like, I feel like this needs to be on my right wrist now. You know, sometimes depending on what I'm wearing, like I wear my big zero right now, and like I can just wind the watch while wearing it. I've heard you're not supposed to do that. I don't know. How if That's a fuck, myth. How the fuck does the watch know? The watch doesn't know. Yeah, I don't. But <laughs> can someone tell me if that's? I'm a horrible watch owner. Um, I've been. Yeah, I mean, is, if this is on the same level as like giving my children surge, the soda surge, someone tell me. Because um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've been doing this my entire life. Like not giving my kids surge. I don't want to crush their endocrine systems, but like I'll wear a watch and wind it. Like what difference? Now I'm really worried. Am I ruining my watches? I don't know. It could just be watch blogger nonsense i don't know i don't know there's a lot of I, that out there i'm telling you man but that's but but like the the, the left hand right hand thing like yeah I, I just because i have a preference for the crown one way doesn't necessarily mean there wouldn't be someone that had a preference for a crown the other way based on how they wore a watch so i can see that you mm-hmm. know um who else is on this list do you uh do you want to take any predictions on on what new fake seasons grand seiko will make up this year it's not just seasons. It's uh, it's mountains, lakes, forests now because they knew they were gonna run out of seasons. So we I want to see like a real interpretation of something like super like metropolitan. Like oh, here's this uh, Tokyo here's this trash, di- like Tokyo trash tire fire. Here's a di- here's a dial design we made inspired by this plastic trash island, forty miles off the shore of uh, of uh, the bay. Here it's in- it's entirely com- compromised of plastic bags and it's riddled with dead penguins. What if they That's do the inspiration? What if they do something uh, inspired by the red light district? It would sell like no one's business. It'll be like an erotic watch, which is which is a genre of watches. But it would be, be it would be an erotic watch, but a very taste like a tasteful like porn with a plot, like a tasteful yeah. erotic watch. Oh, what if what if it had like the like the G Shock illumination button, but it was a red light instead, like it was a red LED. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Michael, are we writing this down? <laughs> Gonna send an email right after send, we're done. Send an email to Grand Seiko, grand.seiko at grandseiko.com. I'm pretty sure it's not <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not what their email is, but I'm gonna be fucking amazed if it is. Um we have to tell them this is the best idea ever. Yeah, yeah. I I forgot I I forgot that they're um <laughs> that they're on this list. Grand Seiko's on this list. Who else is on here? Cartier is on this list. Uh, Chanel is on this list. I'm probably the only person that actually cares about Chanel watch releases because they keep releasing really cool watches in the uh, the J series with those, the black and white ceramic. I those ceramic those ones have been black and white for a long time. It'd be cool to see them in blue, red. Rado, Rado's got some different color ceramic materials they've done, but they're also Rado, and like that's like a thing they do. So yeah. I mean, there's a precedent for it, but I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, you know? the, I think those were a lot of people talked about them when they came out, us included. And mm-hmm. if if you expand them beyond just the black and white, I think it'll be that'd be kind of cool. I, I love those watches. I love them so. I'm the only asshole that likes those watches. There's Elange and Zone. Look at that. Where are they at? Oh, it's alphabetical. It's the first one. I Love. predict I predict a quadruple split chronograph. Because they did a triple split chronograph. Triple split second chronograph. Uh, quadruple this year. Yeah. Somebody, when that thing came out, I forgot who it was, but somebody, I don't know if it was their press materials or some blogger, but 
was trying to equate the functionality to something that long haul pilots would use. Like, yeah, this is really practical. I'm just like, dude, <laughs> just, just no. For me, it gets to a point with these complications where it's just like the foam dome of urology. It's like I've over-engineered a solution to a problem that's really just a novelty at this point. Like I can wear a hat and drink a beer. Not me, I can't drink beer. I can wear a hat and drink cider mm-hmm. at the same time. But you know what I mean? It's just like, I guess, it's cool. But like, eh, you know? It's just conversation pieces at this point. Yeah. Is this so on this list or no? Uh, we were just talking about them at the beginning of the, of, of the segment. Tis so? It's a callback to your tutor joke with oh, this guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking ruined my callback, dude. I forgot already. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I have to so on my mind. I think I'm going to replace <laughs> I don't think I don't think I saw them on here. Tim, it's NBC. No. The listener Den's on here. That's interesting. Roger Dubuis. Raisons, Rebellion, Piaget. If Vacheron doesn't do the, what is that? <laughs> Vacheron's on here. I'm ready to swoon. So they're, they're two twenty maybe, uh, their, their version of the, <laughs> their version of the popular to sew PRX. <laughs> if they, that 222, if they don't do that in steel, that they're, they're kind of dumb. Um, cause that watch they... came out in gold only. Asher and Constantine over the past several years, and really since I've started getting into watches, I've realized has, they're one of those brands, obviously it's like one of the, you know, like big three and everything like that for Swiss brands. And it's a very, very old brand, but I don't think people really have a sense of just how much of a very controlled uh, take they have on their outreach and their marketing. Like anytime they show up to one of these events, just always amazed in terms of like presentation value and how well coordinated all the events are and like i don't know it's always just impressive yeah you're you're you know you're talking about those big three i think vacheron became my favorite out of those (sighs) lately um and this this watch is just i mean when it came out in gold that's something that i would i mean not anything that i would ever seriously consider and in steel, it's going to be even more insane and impossible to get. It'll be a... Look at this thing. It's, it doesn't even have a second hand. It's so cool. It's <laughs> that me, cool. Let me see. Oh, I remember this watch. Mm. The 222, yeah. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> this is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, hey, if you don't want to spend this money, you could always... Uh, well, no, that might be a bit of a buy a house next to you <laughs> uh yes you could michael please be my neighbor but i was gonna say i'm also getting um brew watch vibes uh, brew yeah i could totally okay. be insane but what's that he's got something oh he's got an all gold release he did recently oh the chronograph yeah yeah it's kind of angular in the in the bezel same kind of mm-hmm. way yeah that's a good point that's a good and point. with the with the way the bracelet and the, the 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 case meet and everything like that, obviously it's not like say if you're fucking throat neck beardy hate mail or the other watch podcasts, those other nerds, whoever whoever they are, known to be named. Like I know Brew is not, and they're not trying to be on the same sort of like like level as Vacheron Constantine, but like I could see someone who likes one watch liking the other. What's funny is the the to sell the PRX they have one in thirty five millimeters, and sure, and, and you can get it gold gold plated so you can have this look on a budget if you go to sew or brew. 
This thing is gorgeous. Fuck. I yes. forgot about this thing. What? Yeah. Yeah, that was... $62,000. Mm-hmm. Fuck my mouth. God in heaven. <laughs> and I, I don't think it was... Uh, I think... Uh, that might have been an application piece. I don't I don't think you could... Like, this is not like a production? Like, you can't just, like, walk into your local VC boutique? I'll take one... Two, 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 please. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I just know that they were not very easy to get. This thing in steel would be amazing. Yeah. You're totally on point. Like, this would be... What? Yeah, because people, I mean... What is it? The overseas is, mm-hmm. is what folks think about when they consider that Nautilus competition, that Royal Oak competition... And this was kind of in the background because it's recently just been offered in, in gold. So yeah. I think the they'd be able to punch back a bit more if they if they offered this in steel, I think. So Let's see. Is AP on this too? I mean who how many how many more Royal Royal Oaks are we gonna get? They are not on here. Okay. In terms of the A's, it's Lange, Alpina, Angelus, and Arnold and Son. <laughs> I have I I wish I kept up with Alpina more. That's a that's a cool brand. I I was yeah. checking them out a lot when I was uh, getting deeply into watches again. But um, I think it's cool. They're citizen owned. It's citizen owned. Okay. So Alpina is owned by citizen. It's uh it's an interesting brand. I think some of what you might be inclined to think about them and how at least they hold their brand sort of presence is that oh it's like you know swiss alp climbing inspired watches and like yes to an extent but they have fleekers they have some really 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 cool um like dive watches and stuff like that too um they're definitely all over the spectrum i think they do present a really interesting value prop for folks that sometimes aren't always aware of all their options like if you think oh when i try to find an affordable xyz let me go and check Seiko. Let me go and check, you know, uh, a Swatch brand like Tissot or, or Mio or something like that. But Alpina deserves to be in there as well. There's some there's some pretty cool ones in here. And some of these are pretty yuck. I'm looking at Alpina. <laughs> so I just, uh, I guess yes. the, oh, what? They have a Star Timer Pilot Quartz Chronograph, but it's mm-hmm. $1,200. Ooh, that's unusually high. Usually their Quartz Start Timers are uh, not that bad. Let's see what they do. It's also, um, I think it's an anniversary year for Panerai for something. Uh-huh. They've been thinning out the uh, the Radiomir really? collection. I've noticed. If you go to the Radiomir page on Panerai, this is just my conspiracy brain. Um, what is your Panerai, by the way? It's great. I love that thing. Hmm. Um, you, are you still just messing around with the rubber strap on there? I've only ever had it on the rubber strap, yeah. You've never gone full Paneristi and maybe got like a pink turtle strap? No. leather? No, because mine from was was the era when the Paneristi started to riot because they, they took away the uh, screw uh, spring oh, bars. Oh, right. Um, the water resistance changed as well, right? 
Yeah, to like a hundred meters. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers ain't diving with your panerais. Um, you'll snorkel with them. You'll 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 drop water on the restaurant, and then you're not diving with them. You shut up. No, I'm telling you, man. Once I saw <laughs> once I saw that dude in Vegas so long ago in sweatpants and the panerai and rubber, I was just like. That's the look, man. That's the look. <laughs> still, I still think that. I've been toying with the idea of getting the same rubber strap in a different color. They make a cool... I could see that. They make a cool, like, dark forest green version of that rubber strap. That shit would be hot. That would be pretty cool. But it's like... I don't know. It's like a $300 rubber strap. I'm <laughs> I gotta think about well, it. Well, you, you, you better like that strap. Then. Yeah, I gotta think about that a little bit. <laughs> I'm on the I'm on the radio mirror page. Yeah, I, I think there's... So if you compare the number of, you know, radio mirrors on here to the number of luminors, there's like, oh shit, I see what you're saying. So I don't know. I I don't know my Panerai history and they obscure it themselves. So I don't know what the, the first year of radio mirror was, but can I tell you the truth? The honest truth? What it was the truth. I think they realized people didn't like the radio mirror because there's no crowd guard. There's no crowd lock. You think you, you think they're going to kill the radio mirror? I don't know if they're going to kill it, but I know they... So as a business, you really have to focus on those things which people identify as recognizable with you. And that stupid crown lock is a big panner, I think. Yeah. I, 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 obviously, the dial layout and everything like that is a factor as well, but it's just like... I've heard people say, you know, why would you get this without the crown locker? Um like the 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 comment you're talking about with the you're not you're you're the exception to this but a lot of people say oh why would you buy a panerai if that's not a, a sandwich style because you got the mm-hmm. sausage one quote unquote right yeah yeah you know what i mean so i think i think maybe that's why that's just that's my best guess yeah it's I mean, got the it's got the wire lugs so it doesn't have those like chunky chunky lugs you're seeing on the other ones it doesn't have a crown guard yeah um, why why get a panerai if people can't see that i have a panerai Exactly. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I don't. So the Radio Mirror came out in the '30s, apparently. I don't know why I thought that that there was some kind of anniversary year. Radio Mirror prototype, 1935. See, I don't even know what to believe from them because their their history <laughs> they they jumble up their years and kind yeah, of lie, lie about stuff a lot. They got a couple reasons for that. None of them justifiable, but yeah, <laughs> they do. <you> know. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, but yeah, I, I was just noticing that the other day because uh, there, I mean, there's some radio mirrors that I like and you can mm. pick them up used uh, for, I mean, relatively not that bad of a price. Uh, but it's just, it's so thin. The lineup is so like, ugh. Yeah, you're right. That's, re- that's an interesting observation. They're definitely iterating on the... Uh, Submersible and like hardcore on this Luminor line. That the yours is Luminor, right? Yes. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I feel like I should know more about IWC. Um. Uh, <laughs> I should too, considering I think I've written about them a couple times on the website. Uh, I am certain they're. Brand. They refreshed something recently. <laughs> what was it? They they came out with something in a salmon dial, and I think it was a. It might have been a tease to something that they'd possibly release. Let's see. What is it? IWC salmon. 
Remember that one year when everything was salmon? Yeah. Oh, the Portuguese are 40 millimeter salmon. So maybe that was, and that, that came out, uh, last month. So that maybe that's a hint that they'll, Oh, 40 millimeter salmon Portuguese are okay. Cause those, those have been kind of stale for a bit. I'd say those, cause we got the, <laughs> the Spitfire was revamped. This is how Dicky article is way too excited. Which one? Introducing the IWC Portuguese or Automatic 40 gets a salmon dial exclamation point. Exclamation point. Yeah. Everything is... Really exclamation point worthy? Everything is awesome all the time, always. Never. That's false. Spurious. (laughs) I find your sources for that dubious at best. Come on, Danny Milton. No offense, Danny Milton. I'm sure that wasn't really your call. If it was your call, an exclamation point? I mean, it's not going to... Feed the hungry or clothe the cold. I mean, like, it's I, I guess. Definitely not. Oh, that's funny. You know, yeah, I, that, I see what you're saying. I that'd be kind of cool because they then they did the pilots and you got the 43. Um, the aqua, but at the same time, the aqua timers have been so blech for so long. Have, have you done your ritualistic walking into a boutique and trying on the big pilot this year? No, I did that October 2022. So okay. I've I've got some more time. Got some time. Um I did that in New York and uh yeah, that is that's it. It really is a yearly ritual. <laughs> uh I was close actually to a boutique yesterday and I thought about it, but um it's been a bit easier to resist now with the uh, the, the Spitfire Chrono. That's a really good point. Scratching an itch. I like that. Yeah, but it's not the big pilot. It's not the big pilot. I'm sorry I brought it up. I hope it's not the big pilot. That's hope everything will be fine. I mean, if you try it on here, dude, I don't think we have any IWC. We 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 have we have to drive to like Naples or some shit. Look, dude, I'm five seven. That's that watch is never gonna look good on me. Doesn't Ben Stiller wear that watch? Is he's isn't he literally like isn't he like an ambassador for that watch? Ben Stiller? Yes. No way. Ben Stiller, big pilot. <laughs> I don't believe you. Yes, Ben Stiller, IWC Big Pilot Watch. We just saw Heavyweights last night, by the way. Fantastic. <laughs> that is that is a solid film. Ben yeah. Stiller, IWC. But he's not he's not short, is he? I thought he was. I think you're thinking Tom Cruise. No, that no, that motherfucker's short. Yeah. I'm gonna Google Ben Stiller hype. This just became the two book watch mob celebrity bull five foot six. Oh wow! I didn't know. I didn't know he was he was that short. And let me share you this photo of him with the watch. Dude, Penn Stiller is unironically ripped. It's got time to get ripped. It's rich. I'd be rich. If, I'd be ripped <laughs> if I was rich. <laughs> got time. I always get annoyed. People like, oh, it's so impressive. Chris Pratt put on all this muscle. He got paid millions of dollars to do it. I would get ripped if someone paid me millions of dollars. Like, that's a stupid <laughs> observation. He's not to celebrate. He's doing his job. Uh, Chris you shouldn't Pratt. be celebrated for doing your fucking job. No? Yeah. Oh, okay, let me find this. Let me, let me, let me send you this picture of that store. I don't, think, I don't think he's like a paid ambassador, though. He's not a paid ambassador, but I know I've always associated the watch with him for some reason. Okay.
<laughs> sit there. You look at the Sailor's Nest idea. You tell me you can't wear this watch. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, it still looks pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. He can wear it. You can wear it too. Ugh, he's got the five thousand four. Gross. <laughs> Let's let's big pilot shame this motherfucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I would like a, uh, you know, I still I still like the the Portugueser Portugueser, yeah. however you say, a collection. I I've been that, saying Portugueser, but it sounds like I'm saying someone's a geezer. Me so I always felt bad saying Portugueser. I've been saying Portugueser. Portugueser, we can do that. We can just we can just lean into it. Yeah, as long as we're confident, it's fine. Those, I think the, but man, the Aqua Timers have been ugly for a long time. They've never looked good. They've never been appealing to me. I don't know. I think they looked good just before this generation, but they've been ugly for a long time. <laughs> uh, Bell and Ross. I keep kind of like casually looking at Bell and Ross every now and then. I just, I love how shame, they, like, just shameless, dude. They, they just keep going. You gotta, you gotta admire it. I will admire it. I will give it to them every now and then. They'll, I'll find something that, that they do, and I'm like, "That's a really cool watch. I love it." But then, I get price fucked. Where I'm like, "Okay, yeah. it's like a five thousand dollar watch. That puts me in incredible acquisition distance of a lot nicer watches, in my opinion. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> I can. I really like a Bell and Ross. I feel like I also came very close because I tried it on uh, in New York at. Um, the watch time event and it they did a it wasn't even a sexy cockpit instrument i think it was like what you use to tune into navades like a vor like an antenna like inspired dial is it like the button to like release the toilets to like like empty the toilets the well that's the thing they're, like... they're never gonna run out of cockpit instruments i think right. first of all and this watch was borderline unreadable but it still looked I don't know. It just looks so cool. What was it? Let me go now. I want to see it. I think it, I think it's called the Bell and Ross uh, Roos antenna. Is it antenna or something like that? I'm getting antennas. Man, that bird is still going at it. It's not happy. Well, you can hear. I I, I can't hear my headphones. On. I can hear. That's a loud bird. She's not happy. Yes, I don't really know. I don't want to be a dick, but I was here first, bro. <laughs> my, I don't know. My don't name know. is on the deed. <laughs> my name is on the fucking deed. Where's your ownership, deed? Owner proof of ownership, fucking bird. Oh, I think they, I think they took it off the website. Maybe because it was limited or something. Oh no. Oh, okay. Radio compass. The radio compass. It's the BR. My browser does not like. Okay, here we go. The fuck? What's happening on this watch? You see it with the green and the orange hands? Yeah, I don't understand how to read this watch. <laughs> what is this? What's okay, is H hours and is M minutes? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a green lightsaber. But why why do the backs of the hands continue all the way to the other side? It looks like it looks like what you use in in the cockpit to uh to tune into a, a VOR, like it's like navigation stuff, um, but it's very it's difficult to read. Cool. Yeah, I can't. Cool, I guess. Yeah, I I really like it, but it's not again like you said. It's forty one hundred dollars. 
and you know what I'm out. saying? Like that's I don't know. I be um I keep casually glancing at uh, let me see here. I I can never remember the model name. This is great airtime. It's just me furiously typing and fucking trying to find an image of this watch that I can't remember the stupid name of. Maybe they'll uh, come out with a watch that, I don't know, is somehow tied to all the uh, near misses that we've had recently. Near misses? Yeah, like close to midair collisions. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to make a, like, a, like a balloon joke. No. I guess I mean, that, that's want, another option. If they want to do like a topical aviation inspired watch, do the fucking balloon. Whatever. Like the U2 Super Bowl ad. That was funny. <laughs> I have not seen any Super Bowl ad. I'm so sorry. They uh I, I guess they they're know. doing I guess they're doing a residency in, in Vegas at some some hotel and the, the Super Bowl commercial for U2, like they come up they there's this balloon and they pop out of this balloon and it was just like in the middle of all the balloon talk. And I thought, well, I was watching it. And I'm like, no way. Did they, did they capitalize off this? That's pretty funny. I could see that. I don't know what Bell and Ross would do. For the balloon watch? For anything at this point. It's just, it's just going to be another cockpit instrument. And I, I'm not mad. I, I know no, what to expect. No, I'm not here. That. Let me send you. This is the, this is the, this is the closest approximation. I, I can't, why can't, why can't I remember the name of this fucking model product line? Yes. Allow all cookies. I don't give a shit. Yes, I mean the United States. Ugh. Not not the GMT version of this watch, but this product line. It's like the... What is my Slack? Turning to my father. I don't know where anything is. Um, <laughs> sorry, Dad. If you're listening. He's not listening. Um, these square... These, like, these like not aviation-inspired ones. Oh, the... <laughs> the circle ones. <laughs> <laughs> not the square ones the circle ones yeah oh these you. things yeah, I don't know what the, these are called the BR I think they're just called BR05 they're kind of squarish oh, but not oh so all the aviation ones the instrument ones are BR03 yeah but all of the non-aviation ones these ones are BR5 okay yeah these are pretty cool you know, like find myself find myself intrigued by these, but like, like like this, the one I sent you is more expensive. But I'm just looking at like black black dial regular like base model forty millimeters fifty one hundred bucks retail. I'm not paying that. I'm gonna buy a fucking Railmaster and then take my wife to a fucking awesome ass dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh, um. Oh yeah, watches and wonders. Sorry, Tag Heuer is here, and that's a brand. That's a brand. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what they did. They you want to see more solar so, solar util, utilization? I think they've done a good job with the solar stuff so far. I've, um, I've, I've been enjoying it. I uh, I walked into a AD and I asked about the solar graph or whatever it's called, and um, they looked at me like I was a crazy person. They just didn't have it. And it's like why why would someone want that watch? I'm like I don't fucking know. Ah. <laughs> uh, I wanted to wear. I wanted to see what it was like. It would be cool if they did uh, a chronograph aqua racer solar. 
roller chronograph. I mean, that would that would, that, that would hit a lot of buttons for me. I, I'm a bit of a solar quartz slut, if you will. Because so, the Aqua yeah. Racer has gotten a lot of attention. They did this that solar one, two versions, and then mm-hmm. they also came out with that bare bones Aqua Racer. You know, just kind of. I think it's still a pretty good deal. Um, hmm. To the oh, what are they called? The Octavias are so ugly. They're getting really weird. I think that first year where they started introducing them as um, just like three-hand automatics. Do you remember this? Yeah. That that is when it started going downhill. They're so ugly. Um, like, I don't even know why they call them the Octavia anymore. Well, the funny thing is they, they look nothing like the Octavias that people like. The, exactly. The last one that they did, and I think it's discontinued, uh, it, was, it was pretty thick. But they did that whole voting thing, and somebody voted to come out, or people voted to come out with this specific Octavia that had the twelve-hour bezel and the chronograph, and it was really cool. I, I thought it was a great watch. But then mm. they started doing these things and calling it Octavia. Uh, we'll probably get like a smartwatch or something dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like that's what they've been they've been doing that too. Oh, that's great. Let me see. Who else is on this list here? Uh, Lecoult, Lorient Ferrier, Luce Monet, Mont Blanc. I like. Do you hate Mont Blanc? I just don't know what to expect. I, well, actually, <laughs> I, I, I have a deeper appreciation for them these days. I think the Minerva stuff that they've been doing is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm curious about Zenith. I have no idea. I mean, the only thing I could think of which would be, I don't know, something in the Defy or Defy Lab series, just because I feel like those those releases are always hot. <sighs> what did they stop doing? They stopped doing those Defy time-only skeleton dial watches really well they were they were offered a little while back i think in ceramic in different colors and i don't think they do that anymore let's see defy that'd be cool like the defy skeleton in different ceramic colors you know what i mean like 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 i think something in that line anytime that watch Anytime that that line gets iterated on, I feel like it's really really cool headlines because I remember when it first came out, or at least rather it was first reissued with the um, with that movement, that skeletonized movement, and it just looked like bees were attacking it. That was so cool, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's called the Defy Classic, and it's a smaller size. It's not as crazy as the the. It came on a rubber strap, and they used to do these in I think white ceramic, blue ceramic black ceramic and i think they stopped offering them so if they Mm. do something similar to that with the watch that i think is going to be slowly replacing it like the skyline right uh that'd be kind of cool i see that um who else is on here hermes is on here again only person to care about hermes now I still lust for that H08 every now and then. The uh, in titanium with the bracelet. Those are expensive too. They're not all. I can't find them uh, for 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 
you know, randomly, I was looking at the Hermes website uh, the other day. They're not even on the Hermes website anymore. Wow. What's funny is I remember when they came out, it was in like the 5000 I think, ish price range. Now they're like seven, 8000 but not even on the bracelet. Hot dog. I fucked up. I should have bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh... Oh, I'm interested to see. Salud. Sorry. Is that what you're saying? Uh-oh? Yeah. All right, good. I feel like... Actually, no, maybe that's why they, they're 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 pulling them from the site. Maybe they're going to do some some kind of release or reiteration just because I think that way... Even though the thing wasn't as popular as some of the other releases, the original HD Raid that came out, I feel like that put Hermes on a lot of people's... Like, like on a lot of people's minds after that release. Yeah. So I'd be curious to see if maybe they continued iterating on that. Um time around let's see i know oris also has done i'm trying to see what's kind of because they came out with those manual wound or that manual wound big crown with the in-house yes. movement and it was pretty expensive um i think there's a gap that they have they offer the big crown pointer date in th- mm. in third and this is a gap that i noticed when i um when I was over in Vale, they have the the big crown pointer date in thirty six millimeters, but only in bronze. So I I can't I can't get into the pointer date for some reason. I can get into them. I just wish that they had some simpler dials. Like they have all these these colors, they look cool, and they got the smoky gradient to every color. I just don't. I see myself liking that and holding it in my hand and thinking, oh yeah, that's cool. But wearing it day to day, eh, that's, I, if they come out with something that's just like simple, dark blue, dark black, that's why I like the caliber 403, um, mm. pointer date. It's just a deep, all like midnight blue dial, simple. Can't get behind it. Cause the, 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 the pointer date hand looks like a shuffleboard stick. <laughs> So every time I see it, I just think of shuffleboard, and I can't take the watch seriously. Well, but not that's, that's that's me. That's not, that's me on those models. But if you look at the pointer date caliber four hundred three, it's just a, a simple, um, like a red, like a red arrow or red triangle. Thing. Let me see four hundred three. This is the one that I like. I'll slack it to you. It's uh oh okay yes this this looks like a like a watch hand not not uh, a, a shuffleboard, shuffleboard. that's a good point I never thought about a that shuffleboard stick I don't know oh because they got a okay so they have a little sub seconds at six and so I mean that does allow the bal- uh the dial to be more balanced yeah the I, kinda, uh, I oh sorry I was just gonna say the CEO had this one on um when I met him and it's it's a that, that's a cool look I like that one but sheesh. $3,700 compared to the other ones. $3,700? Yeah, compared to the other ones that don't have, I guess, the in-house movement. And those are like, you know, under two if you get it on leather. Yeah, I'll wear a fucking shuffleboard paddle to save 2000 bucks. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I, I mean, I don't like, I, I've never played shuffleboard, but I can learn to love it if it saves me money. Um, you know what I'm really tired of? You know what really chats my ass? People writing the amount of days on the power reserve of the dial. Oh. Eh. I think I'm tired of that. I thought it was cool. Is that on this one? 
And it says Big Crown five days. I'm assuming five days is the power reserve. Oh, okay, got it. How long the watch lasts until it breaks. I thought you meant like a power reserve indicator. Oh, no, I have no problem with the indicator. I I, I am an Orient Star fanboy. I have no problem with the power reserve indicator. I just mean the text telling you how many days of power reserve. I find the text more annoying and less helpful than an actual power reserve indicator. Yeah, that that is funny text now that I look at it. It says Oris Big Crown five days. Just, I know what I'm wearing. I know how long it is. It's just say Oris. Just say Oris. Yeah, that'd be cool. No. I I like these. I I I have also thought about these because they're kind of like depending on the one that you get, it's almost like a weird blend between field watch and pilot watch. It is certainly, yes, 100%. It is certain fieldly, especially with this um, railroad track uh, 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 kind of um, indicator going around the, 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 the diameter, the dial, and everything like that. And I love the fonts. It is definitely uh, field watchy, definitely pilot vibey. Buy this thing secondhand. Do not pay yeah. 3700 bucks for this fucking thing. That's crazy. But um, let me look at the list. I think other than that, everything is way over my head. There's going to be cool releases from stuff that we just. So what's going to happen is going to we're going to we're going to we're going to there's going to be a brand that was never really on our radar and they're going to do something cool that doesn't necessarily make them a cool brand. They've just some they've just released something that we found interesting and that's probably. I mean, speaking for myself, that's probably what a lot of the stuff I'm going to grab is because like what Michael and I are doing is um. This is probably the most coordinated. <laughs> coordinated we were gonna have ever been um maybe since like hong kong back in 2018 Mm -hmm. but uh we're just both gonna keep an eye on the release tracker and when something comes out we're gonna call it and decide who takes it and we're gonna write about it as fast as fucking possible yeah i want if i could like a a a last wish list item i want Mm. chrono swiss speak marin and parmigiani to be like louder this year those are oh and bomb and mercier i think those are brands that and that's i guess that list just spanned lots of different price brackets but um (laughs) but those are those are ones that i think are kind of cool but they're i don't know they're just like in the back of our minds you know i want to like speak marin um they did a release of uh what is it called Ripples? Is that what it was? They they released this watch that had this really cool, almost Gerald Gentra SK shape and had a really fun dial and had the iconic sort of speed mirror hour hand that was like a I guess it's like a playing card spade or something like that. Yeah. Um but for the most part, I find it really difficult to like get into them. Mm-hmm. The only thing of particular note is that Pierce Brosden is their brand ambassador. Oh yeah. So I, I see his eyes in my mind when I think about them. Yes, if that means anything to you. If Silver Fox Pierce Brosnan is your thing, you can check out Speak Marin. Yeah. These aren't cheap. No, they're not. <laughs> Bomb and Mercier, on the other hand, that's a little closer to reasonable. I don't know anything about that brand. They have really good potential. Oh. They have really good potential. Is it... Th- Do you remember there was a brand called Bomb... That made watches out of like yeah. recycled tea, like sea turtle shells re- or plastic bottles or something. And like Bomb and Mercier was adamant that they were not that brand. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Whatever happened with that? I don't know. I don't know. Bomb and Mercier crushed them. 
under the heel of mediocrity. No one knows the name Bomb anymore. Yeah, dude, the Clifton, the Clifton, uh, like time only with a crosshair dial from Bomb Mercier. That's cool. Yeah, they they have a lot of room to come out with cool stuff. I see what you're saying. These are kind of cool. Yeah. Huh. I like these. Well, in in terms of a price range, what do we talk? Also, Bomb Mercier. This this is a Swatch brand, right? I think so. Yeah. Cool. Google Clifton ten sixty no ten six nine nine. Yeah, they don't have prices on their website. Ugh. Some of the chronographs are kind of expensive, like four thousand plus, but right, well there's a website whose name I refuse to say on this fucking podcast, but they have the watch for thirty two hundred for oh, this okay. Clifton. That's a, that's a lot of money too. Yeah, that's Bell and Ross. Buy. That's Bell and Ross. I was gonna say, money. rather just buy Bell and Ross. <laughs> but I do agree; these brands. I think we just need to hear more from them. Like people have to know there's more than just four or five fucking brands. Yeah. As a podcast that literally just spent an hour and a half talking about four or five fucking brands, people need to know there's more than four or five brands um that attend these things yeah those uh, those are the ones i'll be watching closely kind of outside of the usual suspects mm-hmm. you are you not going to be uh keeping a keen eye on roger debuy hey, i find myself hanging on bated breath for all of their releases i think those are pretty cool <laughs> i do think those are pretty cool but they're, I just, i'm annoyed by their branding i think yeah yeah you know a little bit of like a rapey vibe last time around from mm-hmm. Watches and Wonders from some other brands. I was trying to figure out how to say it, but yep, that's that's it. A little bit, it's a, it's a little bit of like a power male rapey vibe. That's, you, you nailed know. it. Well, it was like the guy it was like the CEO saying like, don't take no for an answer. Keep pushing forwards. <laughs> like, dude, fucking he literally says, I'm like, okay, I should say literally. I'm fairly certain that was the tone. I think we even played it on air. He's got that last year. He's got that look too. A little bit of like a no means no sir vibe. You know, someone someone said those words to him before. I'm certain. That's our. And so it just it just makes me not like the brand. I'm sorry. Uh, that's our cue to go. <laughs> well, listen. Um, is like oh fuck! I didn't realize the time I was. Yeah. All right, we gotta go. Michael Michael's not wrong. Everyone. Um, stay tuned. Check out the website. Stay tuned to the next episode where we're going to do, obviously, like a post-mortem and just talk about what the fuck actually happened and maybe see if any of our uh, weird, innocuous predictions, you know, came true, maybe. Yeah. Um, I do think Stainless Steel uh, 222, I think that might be the one I want the most. I'm never going to afford it because if it comes in Stainless Steel, it's probably going to be twenty two or 25000 bucks. Yeah, but I still, I still would like it. Yeah, but it'll be like sixty because you'll only be able to find it secondhand. So realistic, the MSRP <laughs> on true. that is not gonna is not gonna matter. I was just buy the fucking gold one. Yeah, walking in the store. Well, here, let's do this. Is it that? Uh, I know you had to go. Is it that sad time, Michael? Let's say goodbye. It's fun, and <laughs> uh, yeah, when you're listening to this, next time you hear from us, we'll talk about it more. Yeah, I don't know. Cool. You say, you say bye to the kiddos. I'll close it out. Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. 
And this is Kaz. Stay tuned to twobokewatchknobs.com. Check out our coverage of Watches and Wonders and let us know what is up. Later, all.